Lights Out, the Playmakers Ball presents Shooting Lights Out. It's sponsored by Fanatics. Official license everything with Fanatics. Great, great deals, great sales on everything Fanatics. Official license everything with Sports Fan Shop. Shooting Lights Out is also sponsored by Lids. Locker rooms by Lids, custom hats, favorite team hats, rep your team, rep your favorite logo, whatever the case may be. But get all your sports memorabilia and sportswear with Lids.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for shooting lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today on this Monday, May the 8th, 2023? And as we get here to get started on shooting lights out, y'all know me, the playmaker, down this house right here in Jacksonville, Florida. A little up and close and personal on this one, but it's all good. We're going to continue our basketball playoff talk. We're going to recap the game threes that took place over the weekend and the game fours that took place on Sunday. Preview the other half of the game fours and preview our first half of the game fives. And somehow, somewhere, I came up with a flagrant foul. I don't know how I did it, but I did. At the very, very last minute, because there's somebody in these playoffs that I need to put on fire. But since I don't have a hot seat, I'm going to give them a flagrant foul. So with that being said, we I'm not going to waste your time. Let's go right into it. Got some around the hardwood to take care of first, so let's go around. Boss fired Coach Mike Budenholzer at the early exit. This was back on May 4th. Jamal Carey of ESPN wrote this article as the Milwaukee Bucks fired Mike Budenholzer at the early playoff exit, as we all know. It took five games to get rid of the top team in the NBA, thanks to the Miami Heat and Jimmy Buckets Butler. The GM, John Ho, said this in the, in the statement Thursday, the decision to make this change was very difficult, but helped, helped lead our team to five incredible seasons, to the Bucks' first title in 50 years, and turn and into an era of sustained success. We are grateful for the, co the culture of winning and leadership that Bud helped create in Milwaukee. This is an opportunity for us to refocus and re-energize our efforts as, they, as we continue to build towards our next championship season. This is crazy, to be honest. I, is it surprising? No, but it's still crazy. Because if you think about it, the Lakers won the championship in the bubble. Frank Vogel was the coach. He got fired. The Toronto the year the year after that, the Toronto Raptors won the championship when Nick Hurst was the head coach and he had Kawhi Leonard on that team. 
he got fired after not making the playoffs this year. And now the year after that, 2021, the Milwaukee Bulls won the championship with Mike Blue as the head coach. And he got fired after they got ousted by that Miami Heat and five. And yet, as we all know, that series turned around when Giannis got injured in the first in the first 11 minutes of the game one. The first 11 minutes of that series, Giannis, the arguably the best player in the game, went down. And Buddha holds against the can. So three of the four previous champion coaches are fired. And we all know Steve Crane getting fired no time soon. Go to state in that type of oh, you ain't do what you need to do, you're fired. They ain't that type of organization. They ain't gonna fire Steve Crane or whatever happens. They gotta be something. gotta be something dramatic or a sustained level of not succeeding the way that Golden State is, is used to succeeding now. For Steve Kerr to get fired, but nevertheless, I got feeling Steve Kerr going in or retiring, or he gonna want to leave on his own before the Warrior organization fired him. They damn self. Okay, let's just get that out the way. But now the Bucks must look for a new coach. Nick Nurse is a name that's been roaming around. Now that Ime Udoku is the head coach of the Houston Rockets. I don't know. I haven't really heard nobody else's name roaming around but Nick Nurse, but we shall see what the Bucks would do and how the coach will come in and change how this organization plays because they did not play well against Miami. Let's call it what it is. Bobby Poise, they see that they see a lot of action. Chris Middleton struggled. Drew Holiday struggled. It was just, it was, it was like, it, it, it was like, okay, it was just like, all right. Philadelphia 76 center Joel Embiid wins first MVP, MVP, MVP. It was back on the 2nd of May. It was announced he won it over Nikola Jokic and Giannis into the Kupo. Uh, Embiid has done a lot. Uh, he had my vote, even though I don't get a vote. But he had my vote. He had my vote last year. He got my vote. He had my vote this year. And I am happy that Jarrell B got the award that eluded him last year. Because he should have won the last year, but he won it this year. So we are we good. Now, there's some of you out there who figured that Luka Yoki should have had a third straight. All right. Let's look at it. We see that MB had him in scoring, scoring 33 points a game during the regular season. Jokic had 24 and a half. Jokic got him in rebounding, 11.8 to 10.2 assists. Of course, it's Jokic because he's just a facilitator as well as a big man score. 9.8 to MB's 4.2. Jokic shot better from the field, 63%. Jarrell and B, 55%. Okay. And then we get to the team success. Yeah, the Nuggets was number one in the West with a 53 and 29 record. Philly was third. But Philly won more games than Denver. It's not Philadelphia's fault they got to contend with Boston and, and Milwaukee. And by the way, Embiid beat all three of them teams. He beat Giannis and the Bucks. He beat Boston Celtics. And he beat Nokella Jokic and the Denver Nuggets the one time that they played. So you had that on top of it. He was 3-0 against that. Well, probably more because they played Boston and Milwaukee multiple times. But it was at least three wins against those three. Okay? So, yes. Now, you want to make a case on the Kelly Oakes to win his third straight? I would not. 
I would not argue. I would not disagree. I would not, you know, say you flat out wrong because that would be idiotic of me. Jokic deserved it. Embiid deserved it. Now, those of you who want to throw Giannis in there, I get it. Best player on the planet. Best team in the NBA. Okay. But I am happy that Joel Embiid got the MVP of this season. Congratulations, Joel Embiid. You earned it. You deserved it. My friend, great job. That is a very great job. And that is around Darby. When we come back, you know what we're talking. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. All right, welcome back to Shooting Lights Up. And yep, it's time to get into it. We are in the Elite Eight of the NBA. As you see, the eight key players on each team that's remaining in the playoffs Anthony Davis in the Los Angeles Lakers, Steph Curry in the Golden State Warriors, Devin Booker in the Phoenix Suns, Nikola Yogi's in the Denver Nuggets, Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. Jalen Brunson and the York Knicks, Jalen Embiid and the Philadelphia Celtics, and Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. Now, you see here, we have the fact that uh, the Nuggets and Suns are four games in, the 76ers and Celtics are four games in. So, let's recap game three of the Heat. And Sun and Heat and Knicks, right quick, as you can see here, is the Elite Eight. I said Nuggets Suns already threw four. 76ers and Celtics threw four. Game four, the Lakers Warriors is coming up tonight, along with the Miami Heat and New York Knicks game four. Let's go to game three, though, of those series. Starting with the New York Knicks and South Beach is taking on the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler returned, and he let y'all know he was back. He, 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 he let y'all know he was back because uh, 28 points in his return, 9 for 21, not a very good shooting. Down uh, with 17 and 12, you got 19 from Matt Struess. Jalen Brunson, 20 on 7 for 20, not good. That's terrible when you score you score the same amount of points as the shots that you took. Not the shots that you make, the shots that you took, which is ridiculous. Uh, Josh Hart, 15 points, 12 boards. R.J. Barrett came back down to earth with 14 points. But uh, Julian Randle, 10 points in 38 minutes. 10 points in 38. You got 14 rebounds. i give you that. 14 rebounds. I, I would give you the 14 rebounds, but uh, only 10 points. 4 for 15 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3. Really, Julius Randle? Are oh, you serious? And as you can see here, Miami, he scored 29 points in the first, second, and third quarter. 
outscored the Knicks by eight in the first. Outscored them by six in the in the second. Had a fourteen point lead at halftime. Outscored them by three in the third. Had a seventeen point lead going into the fourth quarter. And outscored them by two in the final quarter, which is the reason why they won by nineteen. Where's what the defense of the New York Knicks? You know that same defense that everybody raving about when you played against the Cleveland Cavaliers and Donovan Mitchell and them? Where was that defense at? Huh? Because you're down 2-1 all of a sudden. You're finally down in a series. How does that feel? Oh, yeah, you was down early because they Miami took game one in New York in the Madison Square Garden. But you bounced back. What you going to do tonight? Get to that later. More on game three. Look at the shooting percentage. Miami shot less than 39% from the field. New York shot less shot 34% from the field. Miami shot 22% from three. New York shot 20% from three. Trade those. <laughs> My, plus 12 for the Heat, minus 12 for the Knicks. The rebound bundle was pretty much even 48 to 50 Miami's way. Assist 17 to 15 Miami. Four steals to three, five blocks to three. I mean, points all turnovers. Minus seven for the Knicks. Night 16 to 9. Oh, points in the paint plus 14 for the Heat, 50 to 36. And yet, the Knicks never led in this damn game. It was beat from start to finish. From 48 minutes from the from, from, from the opening seconds of the first quarter to the final seconds of the fourth quarter, the Knicks never led. That's why you see the largest lead is 0 to 22. So when the so when the Heat had the largest lead of twenty two, the Knicks could only could only salvage three points to lose by nineteen. Ooh, orange and blue skies, huh? They didn't travel down to Miami. Mm, mm, mm. Heat two one. And then we head from South Beach to the City of Angels. You can call it City of Angels, you can call it Hollywood, you can call it Tesla Town, but we in Los Angeles. And that game three was all purple and gold. And those of you who know me, you know I hate the colors of purple and gold. Because that means the Lakers are the talk. And when the Lakers are the talk, that pisses me off. As you can see from the bar score, 127 to 97. A 30-point beating at Crypto.com Arena. The Lakers entered the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors was up 7 out the 1, and from that point forward, proceeded to get beat down by 37. They were outscored by 37 from the second quarter all the way to the end. And by the way, the fourth quarter, the Lakers dropped 41. And that was what they bench players played. Because at the 10-minute mark, Steve Kerr threw in the towel. Okay? 37. LeBron James only gave you 21. D'Angelo Russell gave you 21. That's the problem. Anthony Davis, another 25 and 13 performance again. I mean, look here. It, this is just Steph Curry, 23 points, 9 for 21 from the field. Not, not a great game. Andrew Wiggins on the 16 points with nine boards. 
not an Andrew Wiggins type game. Clay Thompson, 15 points, 5 from 14 shooting. I get it. It happens. No, nothing for the world was going good. Nothing at all. Look at this. The Lakers shot 52.5% from the field. The Warriors shot 39.5% from the field. The Warriors shot 29.5% from three. The Lakers shot 48 and a half from three. The Lakers were plus 13 in points off turnovers at 27 to 14. It was just a terrible effort for the uh, Golden State Warriors. The Lakers are able to get 10 steals. That's how most of their 27 points came off turnovers with 10 steals. Just terrible. That's a terrible, 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 terrible game from the Golden State Warriors. I'm not going to blame Steve Kerr. It happens with the Warriors. It, they've been on. They've been a terrible road team all freaking season, and no point of it changing now in the playoffs. But you are the champs, and you look terrible at times as the champs. It's not usually how this thing goes, but it's going with y'all for whatever reason. And then we get to this man here. This guy here, Jordan Poole, you know. Jordan Poole, man, what? You know what? Forget it. Forget it. Forget it to me. I told you I had a flagrant foul, and it's on Jordan freaking pool. Why is it Jordan freaking pool? What was this last year? You, you remember this last year? Do y'all remember this last year? Welcome to the pool party. Thanks to NBC Sports for this illustration here, right here. NBC Sports with this illustration right here. Welcome to the, this was last year, you know, last year when, uh, you know, when Steph Curry had to miss some games due to injury, and Jordan Poole stepped up. I guess the Denver Nuggets in the first round, you know. Uh, I forgot who they played in the second round, but he was there too, you know. You know, Jordan Poole helped help the Warriors get to their fourth championship and get Steph Curry to a finals MVP. For those of you who want to say Steph Curry was carried to a finals MVP, but I doubt it because he the one decided to drop 40-something odd points on against the Boston Celtics to make sure that series was over in Boston. Nevertheless, remember this, Jordan Poole? Yeah, we had a pool party against the Nuggets. We had a pool party in the second round. We had a pool party in the conference finals. You know, you remember? Look at Draymond Green. This dude is a, this dude is acting a fool. Oh, my God. This is way before them two got into it during the offseason. And when Draymond Green put him to sleep and whatnot. But we ain't going to talk about that. But last year, Jordan Poole was the dude. Jordan Poole was holding it down and all this other stuff. And how the Warriors, and how the Warriors were warrior, they gave him a four-year, $140 million extension. He came into this season giving you 20 points, giving you four and a half assists, shooting 43% from the field. It was in the 30, it was in like the high 30s in three-point range. You know what I mean? Okay. First year on a new extension contract. All right. All right. We, we like what we see here. Okay. 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 Now the playoffs have arrived and uh, 11.6 points per game, 35.5 field goal percentage, 
one and a half three points made, 28.8 three point field goal percentage. That is this year's stats for the playoffs of Jordan Poole through 10 games. And as you can see, all of last year, he had 17 points a game, shooting over 50% from the field, making 2.33s a game, shooting 39% from the three-point range. That was Jordan Poole last year. This year, you signed a four-year, $140 million extension. And this was in the red box, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're getting from Jordan Poole in the playoffs. I'm going to say these numbers again. 11.6 points per game, shooting 35.5% from the field, and shooting 28.8% from three. If I take this year's stats, regular season and compare them to your playoff stats this year, Jordan Poole. Yeah, minus nine in the point department, and yeah, minus 7.5% from the field goal department. And who knows how minus you are from the three-point department. It's about to be at least 10%. But you the one who got paid. Draymond Green didn't get, didn't get paid. You got paid. Steph Curry already got his money. Clay Thompson. We gonna see what Clay Thompson gonna get his money. But you got your money, and you the one that's doing this. What the hell's going on here? Ain't haven't been a pool party yet this damn playoffs. But that's what we was doing last year. Anton Jordan Poole went over. We had a pool party. It was a pool party. Hey, Jordan Poole with a 30-point game. Pool party. Hey, pool party. Where's the pool party at in 2023, Jordan Poole? Where's the freaking pool party at? You ain't paid 140. You ain't give us not one pool party performance. I'm not going to look at Steph Curry. I'm not going to look at Klay Thompson. I'm not going to look at Steve Curry. I ain't even going to look at Draymond Green, for goodness sake. I'm looking at you. You're the reason why the Golden State Warriors are in this position that they are in right now with the Nelson just looking down two games to one. The one game that they won, Klay Thompson, was in splash bullet mode with Steph Curry. That's how you won game two. When the hell I'm going to hear your name, Jordan Poole, in these playoffs? When I'm going to hear your name? 140 million reasons why I should hear you hear your name, but I ain't hearing your damn name. Against the Lakers in three games, you're averaging 10.6 points per game. 10. 10. Shooting 39% from the field. Shooting 18% from three. With five assists. This is what you're doing in the three games versus the Los Angeles Lakers. And yet and still, this is what we have to deal with. But you the one who got paid 140 million. 140 million. Jordan Poole, get your ass together and start playing freaking basketball.
fans across the nation, Ram fans across the world, the playmaker down there silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup said, the GOAT is not getting this ball back. We are ending this right here, right now. And Matthew Stafford did it. Somebody explain to me why does this keep happening with the San Francisco 49ers. You can't stop Debo Samuel for whatever reason. You made Jimmy G look like a damn good quarterback. And then the offensive line and defensive line getting their ass whooped by the other ones. Somebody explain this to me. Please. Baker Mayfield was just a walkthrough practice into his team with the Rams. And he's out there throwing game winning touchdowns. Just like in the San Francisco game, Aaron Donald gets to Joe Burrow. Burrow tries to get rid of it. It falls, it falls wide and short of some IJP run. Turnover on down. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard, I mean... Pollard breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we needed that big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21-19, and the final score was 54-19... Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboy Sock is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting the Lights Out. Sorry, I had to do that because that bothers me. On multiple fronts, as you can tell, one, I'm a Laker head. I can't stand a Laker. I want the Lakers to suffer every chance they get. But when you get paid the way Jordan Poole got played and uh, you don't show up for the plow, I need to call you out. I, I, I need to let you know that uh, this is unacceptable here. Now that I got that out the way, that was Saturday's recount. Let's go to what happened yesterday. Beginning in Philadelphia. When it's the Boston Celtics looking to get the 3-1 lead and Philadelphia not trying to go down 3-1. They're trying to go back to Boston 2-2, and as we already know, the Philadelphia Celtics took it in overtime, 116-115. You see a lot of bosses going around here because well, number one and off the bat, James Harden, 42. 16 for 23 from the field, 6 for 9 from 3 with 8 fours and 9 assists. James Harden gave you another 40-point game in the same series. All right, James. This is what I want to see here. I like it. You know, you you hit 16 shots on 23 attempts. You shot 50, you shot 69.5% from the field. That's That's just crazy. That is crazy to think about. I mean, you did your thing. Joel Embiid, 34-13 for the MVP. Not, not too shabby whatsoever. 
But that's why I gave the Philadelphia Simpsons their credit first. Because my takeaway is not the fact that James Harden did go for 42, but I do enjoy the fact that he did it. Game one, he went for 45, and his sisters got away. He went for 42 yesterday, and his sisters got away. He's, he was aggressive yesterday. He was he 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 was he was on this game. He was in his bag. <laughs> Round of applause for James Harden because he put up another good, great performance, another stellar performance. James Harden. That's what we've been waiting for. That's what we've been wanting to see for a very long time. Consistency with it, okay? This, this is what we ask. We ask for consistency, okay? My issue is the goddamn Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum had two points at halftime. He finished with 24. Nine for 20 from the fifth. And you started 0 from 8 to begin the goddamn game before you went one for nine and hit that only jump shot that you hit before the goddamn half. Now you gave me 18 rebounds and you gave me six assists. So you'll find another way to get involved in the game. So I appreciate that. Jalen Brown, 23 points, 10 for 16 from the field, three for eight from three. Now, those of you who have not been paying attention to the Boston Celtics will look at that stat line and be like, hey, man, Jay Brown played good. You know, did this thing. Jason telling me we need more. We need more than from Napoleon, which is true. Because they tell me you need to stop being a being a doll right now. You you, know, you supposed to be you supposed to be the next Kobe, but somehow the next Kobe is out there in Phoenix, which I'll get to him after I get dealt with y'all. But you supposed to be the next Kobe. You, you you do tributes and all that stuff to Kobe, which is good, nice and all, and uh, you know, but you ain't looking like Kobe. That's that. It's the guy that went penis. The two stars of this team are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I have a problem with both of you. I have a problem with both of y'all. First, let me start with Jalen Brown. Why is Marcus Smart shooting damn near the same amount of shots that you are? Why is Marcus Smart taking 15 shots and you taking 16? Okay. That's question one. Why is Marcus Smart taking 15 shots to your 16? That's one. Question two. Why does Marcus Smart then have the same amount of points as you do, Jalen Brown? Because let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me. Let me say this here on this show right here, right now. And there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be some Celtics fans looking at me crazy. There's going to be some people that think they know basketball. They're going to look at me crazy. Jason Tatum might be the face of the Celtics, but he ain't the best player on the Celtics. That happened to be Jalen Brown, okay? Because when Jalen Brown is popping, the Celtics are popping. Jalen Brown only took three shots in the fourth quarter in overtime. That is a whole 17 minutes. And in 17 minutes, you only take three shots in the round. Three? Three shots. Three. That's it. That's all you're taking in the 17 minutes with the game on the line. Three shots. That is a problem. That is a freaking huge problem I have, okay? Now, I'm going to come back to you, Jalen Brown, because I ain't done with you yet. Jason Tate, I just said you're the first of the franchise. Why is the first of the franchise going nine for 20 in a game? Why is the first of the franchise not taking the key shot that need to be taken? Now I can move on. That's, that's, yeah. 
I ain't I don't care about that. I just put it on here so y'all can see real quick. I'll let y'all look at it real quick. You see the shoot the sentence. Boston says such a shot a better seventh than the Philadelphia says it's just they both even on three point shots. You feel free throws about even plus three for the Celtics. It like all that's pretty much even. Okay. Joe Missoula. I gotta get to you because before I get back to your two starting get to you real quick. In the fourth quarter, you had two timeouts. You didn't call now one timeout. Game goes in overtime. I'm getting back to how that regular that regulation ended because I have a problem with that. Joe In overtime. Philadelphia goes up three. He goes up one. You have two timeouts. You still didn't use none of them. And yet, I still don't like how to find a play win. So, um, and I'm going to say this again. I said this last, I said this last week on the show. I said it on Snowman in the morning. I'm going to say it again. The Boston Health is hired within the organization, meaning everybody that was on email staff is still there. Joe Mazzula, you was on the staff of Ema Yudoku. So where's the freaking defense of the Boston Celtics? You had to take a timeout to somehow remind them, hey, we can play defense. And that's when Al Horford decided to lock up Joel Embiid, the MVP. That's when Jalen Brown, Jason Taylor, Marcus Smart started to ramp it up intensely on defense. Why it took so freaking damn long to do so? Instead of you being up 3 1, you're, you're 2 2 going back to Boston, which is a problem now because the best two out of three. And if James Harden can go for 40 again, you might lose that one. Just saying. Now that I got the coach out of the way. Um, yeah. I would do It's supposed to be, it should be three pitches on here, but I'm going to do it in the two. The one on top is the one that Marcus Smart was the one who had the ball in his hand, but the game on the line. In game one, who won that game? Oh, that's right, the Philadelphia Celtics, because that guy right there who's hitting him in the head right now, James Harden, he went for 45 in that game. Oh, and by the way, the MVP, which is Jordan B, was not playing in that game. That's game one. On the bottom is game three. It was two plays yesterday. As you can see here, you see the red square that is lighted up on the shot clock right there. That means time is up. You see who has the ball right now? That is Marcus Smart. And who's in front of him? Oh, that is James Harden, who, by the way, went for 42 on yesterday. And yet again, Philly wins. And I did say three, right? Because in regulation, guess who had the ball in regulation to try to win the game? Marcus Smart! You are 0 for 3 with the game on the line against the Philadelphia 76ers, and yet we still putting the ball in Marcus Smart's hand. Jason Tatum ain't taking a shot. Jalen Brown ain't taking a shot. What the y'all redoing, Boston? What the y'all redoing? Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum ain't having the ball in the end with the game on the line. What are we doing here? Now, I know some of you out there be like, hey, but he made the shot. It was a correct play. It's the correct basketball play. And all this stuff. Ain't that the same thing that we was coming LeBron down in Miami because he was making the correct basketball play, but he wouldn't take the game winning shot? We're going to do the same thing with Jason Tillman and Jalen Brown. 
If you're going to do it in one play, we're going to do it all. If you're going to call LeBron James the greatest and the second greatest or the superstar and be calling Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown superstar caliber players, damn it, they're going to get the same damn treatment. Game one on the line, how in the hell the ball is in Marcus Smart's hand? Game four on the line, why the hell is Marcus Smart taking the last shot in regulation and in overtime? When you have two superstars on the same damn team. By the way, like I said earlier, Jalen Brown, you took three shots in 17 minutes, which is the fourth quarter. No, you took a total of three damn shots. That don't cut it. Jason Taylor, you had the ball. You had to miss my Listen to Brian Warnhorse this morning on Get Up in First Take. They got the magic they wanted. Tyrese Maxey on Jason Taylor. And what does Jason Taylor do? He drives to the hole and passes out because Joel B is coming. This is why the series is tied 2-2 and not 3-1. This is why the series is 2-2 and not a 4-0 sweep. Because the Celtics should have won game one. And they should have won yesterday. And you beat the Dolls out them in games two and three. So theoretically, theoretically, this series should be over. But it's not. Because we 2-2 going back to Boston. Now it's the best two out of three. And Joel and B has yet to really dominate the game. He has to stats, but he really hasn't put an imprint on the series. James Hunt has done it twice already in two W's with it. And then speaking of James Harden, Jalen freaking Brown. Tell that one down with you. Like Brian Warren here said. On first take, basketball one on one tells you you don't leave James Harden open in the corner for a three. What did you do? You left James Harden open in the corner for a three because you tried to double the MVP, and yet instead of you letting Joel and B go to work and tie the game up, no, you gave them you gave him an extra pass to James Harden to take the damn lead. That's how they got the one sixteen, and that's how James Harden got forty two. If you let Joel B get 36 and kept James Harden at 39, me we'll be having a different discussion here. But no, you let James Harden go for 42. Ain't seen y'all asses home with a 2-2 series. God damn you, Jalen Brown. Jeez, man. And the funny thing is the fact that I have James Harden and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown all in the same photo is apropos because the guy who shooting the ball with the number one in the blue jersey is the one who won the game and the two dodos in the white jerseys are the one who didn't take a damn shot to win the game great terrific wonderful boston y'all better get it together for game five y'all better smack these boys like i did games two and three and then when you get back to filling games, so you better end it. Because this series should be over, in my opinion. I am full in believing that this series should have been over in four. And then that gets me to the guy who actually who actually playing like Kobe. We go from Philadelphia to the desert. From the city of brotherly love to the hot streets of Phoenix, Arizona. In a game where you can see that Nikhila Jokic had 53 points, 11 assists, and was 20 
for 30 from the field. The Denver Nuggets lost the game 129 to 124. Because the crazy thing is, with Kevin Durant playing 44 minutes and Devin Booker playing 40 minutes, these guys was on a different level. 36 points each. Durant went for 11 boards to Devin Booker 6. But Devin Booker went for 12 assists to Kevin Durant 6. <laughs> Kevin Durant said, hey, I will take care. I will take care of the rebounding. Devin Booker said, I will take care of the facilitating. And it worked. And by the way, the Phoenix Suns been scored 40 yard points in last night's game. The Phoenix Suns showed up at home against three and four. The reason, the reason why we're at two two here because they didn't show up in Denver. They showed up in Phoenix. Jamar Murray had 28. Michael Porter Jr. He he's not having a great series. 11 and 10. I, I appreciate the 10 rebounds, but Michael. I need I need 18. I need 18 to 20 from you. Aaron Gordon gave me 11 and 6 rebounds. Aaron Gordon, I need 15. I need 15 from you. I just literally gave that's literally 10 points I just added that I need from Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. Uh that's a win for Denver. That's literally a win. That's a 3-1 series. Despite the fact Joe. Jokic had 53 points. Y'all lost the game with the Joker scoring 53. Do y'all realize what y'all have done, Denver? Y'all have let a team who do not have a starting point guard get back in this series. Chris Paul did not play game three and four, and he's not going to play game five. But yet it is a 2-2 series. I don't understand it. I, just, I don't. But here we are. Plus 18 from the three for Phoenix Suns. Plus 18. That is telling right there. Outside of the bench, being plus 18 from three is telling because you the Devil Nuggets was plus was plus eight in field goals. Phoenix was plus 18 in threes. That's like plus 10 on the Phoenix side. That's telling right there. That is telling. 2-2 two, two, going back to the Mount High City. What can I say? I and mean, by the way, Devin Booker is the next Kobe. And Stephen they call him the light skin mambo. Now, this has been, been in the headlines. And uh, Mike Isabel, who got into it with the Yogis, you see Mike, the owner of the Phoenix Suns right here. Uh, I love what he tweeted. Great win for the Suns last night in an amazing series so far. That should be and is the only story. Suspending or finding anyone over last night's incident would not be right. I have a lot of respect for Jokic and don't want to see anything like that. It's on to game five. Go Suns. Matt Ishmael, good job, sir. I'll take it back to you. Good job. Because it happened. Nevertheless, the NBA better not suspend the killer Jokic for anything. They better not even find. I don't care. He got a technical foul. Let it be. And let's move on to the Maha City. With that being said, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, game four, the rest of the game fours. Knicks, Heat, down in South Beach. New York needs this win because they are not beating Miami three out of four. They go down 3-1. I'm just letting you know that right now. So it's a must-win game for the Heat. They must. They must. They must win this game if they don't. Stephen A. Smith might have a heart attack. 
because Julius Randle is not has not shown up yet in these playoffs. Jalen Brunson, he he's trying. He had his he's he's scoring at least 20 a game. I give him that. But he needs some goddamn help. And Jimmy, bro. I told y'all Knicks fans, I told y'all, y'all don't mess around. Y'all did something stupid. You do not talk trash to Jimmy Butler when he was not playing. And I looked, I seen the look on his. I say Jimmy Butler gonna go down to Miami and he's gonna smash these boys. He ain't playing now because the New York Knicks fans didn't know how to shut the hell up. And guess what? I'm a, and if, if y'all get your ass whooped in five because y'all pissed off Jimmy Butler, I'm gonna look at the Knicks fans. J- oh, uh, Julius Randle gonna be target number one first and foremost. Okay, let's just get that. If the Knicks don't turn this around, Julius Randle is public enemy number one. And then I'm going to look at the fans of the Knicks in game two, you idiots. You sat there and you gave Jim Butler reason to bust the New York Knicks' ass, and that's what he's going to do. So if he come back there and bust the New York Knicks' ass again tonight, call it quits for the New York Knicks. And Stephen A. would not be a happy man on first take. I guarantee you that. And then following that, Warriors Lakers game four. I can say the same thing about the chance that they must win this game and not go back home to chase center down 3 1. Yet, and still, this is, an, this is just as important as for the Lakers because guess what? There's no extra days of rest in between. You play a game, you rest, and you play the next game. So if the Warriors do come and make this the uh, best out of three series with two games being in San Francisco, what does that do for LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Because we already know Anthony Davis, he's been, hey, boo, yay, boo. Game three, he was, yay. Is a boo coming for Anthony Davis in game four tonight? LeBron James still haven't had a LeBron James signature game, to be honest. Yes, yeah, so Russell, when he's on, the Lakers win. When he's not been on, it's been terrible. It's just called it what it is. So imagine the Warriors winning game four, and this series is 2-2 going back to San Francisco. You know what that means? That means you're off tomorrow and you play Wednesday. You're off Thursday, you play Friday. That's game six right there. From game four, which is today, Monday, to Friday, that's game six. Three games in five days. Is that what the Lakers want? Is that really what the Lakers want, especially going against the defending champions? And the simple fact that you see me do a play around during pool and he hasn't shown up yet, you don't know when he's going to show up. And you already know Clay Thompson, he can he can light up from anywhere at any given moment. Just a thought, Laker fans. Just a thought. The Warriors don't want to be down 3-1. They only they only came like three down one time. That was with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook on the Oklahoma City Thunder, which was ridiculous in itself. Outside of that, they have they lost 15. They are one in 15 in series when they're down 3-1. But like I said, though, if the Lakers let are 2-2 going back to San Francisco. They have to play three games in five days, which is tonight, game five Wednesday, game six on Friday. That's a lot. And then if you go to a game seven, that's Monday, Mother's Day. And the last time, the last time I seen the Lakers play on Mother's Day, they got destroyed. 
Just throwing that out there, okay? Just throwing that out there. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Shooting Lines Up. I thank you all for checking in and watching today. Don't worry, we got sponsors everywhere. Fanatics, Liz, if you need to get your sportswear, hats, jerseys, sweatpants, jackets, whatever the case may be when it comes to sports. Fanatics with sports franchise and locker rooms by Liz is where to go. Entertainment purposes, entertainment purposes, if you want, you can you can you can get ready and whatnot. And then after you know tonight's game four, we get ready for game five with seven sisters and Celtics down in Boston, Phoenix Suns and Nuggets down in down in the Mile House City. But that's it. I am the playmaker. I hear Justin for Florida. I'll catch y'all. Stop now. You gotta keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out. Masterpiece.